You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Tom Ackerman back with you from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Boy, we have a lot going on, that's for sure. The Cardinals playing today. They take on the Milwaukee Brewers at 115. They've won back-to-back games. Terrific game on Friday. And yesterday was the Nolan Gorman Show with Matthew Libertor, his boyhood friend, pitching five scoreless. And Gorman going four for four with a home run, a double, and two singles. Raising his average to 360 on the season. He hasn't played a lot, but it's a good start for him. And he's back in the number two spot in the order today. Ollie Mormel has him at second base. Leading off is Tommy Edmond, the shortstop. Tommy, I told you on the show, what was it, weeks ago, James, I said I'd trust Tommy Edmond to do my taxes, let alone do a show on KMOX or play shortstop. I mean, of course the guy can play shortstop. What are you kidding me? Uh, he's the shortstop. He leads off and plays short. Nolan Gorman's the second baseman. He bats second. Paul Goldschmidt, who's swinging the hottest bat in baseball, I believe right now nobody has topped uh, what he has done. I don't see anyone even near the numbers of nine home runs in the month of May uh, with an 830 slugging percentage of 415 batting average, what he does at first base. As a vacuum over there for any errant throw, he can scoop it up. He makes plays. He's a leader. He bats in the middle of the order. I mean, what else do you want out of Paul Goldschmidt? What an incredible trade that was when you really think about it. I mean, really, let's think about this for a minute, what the Cardinals have done. How good is he right now? He's never in his career had 33 straight games in which he reached base. Never. And all those years with the Diamondbacks, I remember when I first met Paul Goldschmidt was when I first talked to him was actually at the all-star game in San Diego as a member of the Diamondbacks. And I thought, man, why couldn't the Cardinals have a player like that? I mean, all he does is get on base. He hits home runs. He's an incredible first baseman. What a player. And now here he is wearing the Cardinal uniform. Cardinals are very, very fortunate. They're also uh, fortunate to have Nolan Arenado on this team, but he is not in the lineup today. Arenado, I'm going to assume this is him just taking a breather. Ollie didn't mention any anything uh, on the show today about him dealing with anything. It just sounds like, you know, taking a day off after playing yesterday, they do this quite a bit. Uh, It's going to be Juan Yepes in the cleanup spot today. He is the left fielder, Brendan Donovan playing well. He's the right fielder today for the Cardinals. He will bat fifth in the order. Donovan's hitting three Oh six on the season. He has quietly put together a nice little season. He's like a, 
big, strong Daniel Descalzo. He can play pretty much anywhere you want him to play, and right now he is your right fielder. Corey Dickerson is the DH. I know. I've heard you. Uh, Dickerson is hitting 176 and has yet to find it, but he is going to be the DH today facing Corbin Burns, and we'll see how that works out. Andrew Kisner is the catcher today, batting seventh. Lars Newtbar gets a start today in center field. He bats eighth, and Edmundo Sosa will take Arenado's spot at third and will bat ninth. Edmund Gorman Goldschmidt, Yepes, Donovan, Dickerson, Kisner, Newtbar, Sosa. That's your lineup today with Miles Michaelis on the mound. All he's done is issue an ERA of under two. He's three and two with a 1.96 ERA. On the other side, Burns is two and two with a 2.18 ERA. So these are two really good pitchers going head to head today. Right here on KMOX, the Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers. John Mosellock will join us at the bottom of the hour to talk more about it, the Cardinals president of baseball operations. Also happening today, the Indianapolis 500, it gets going in about 20 minutes or so. Scott Dixon has the pull for that one, 234 miles per hour for the incredible Scott Dixon. That is just a gutsy, gutsy run right there. I mean, that is hard to do when you have uh, people in the field at 230 and then you turn in at 234 that is just unbelievable. So we'll see what he does today in Indianapolis, a festive day. I've been there uh, multiple times, went to Indiana University, grew up here in St. Louis as a racing fan, and uh, when I was that close to the track, I always made sure if I could that I got there, and I did uh, my senior year. A memorable. I remember it was so much fun that we did it three times. It was 1997. It rained on Sunday, so we partied in the infield, left, Went and slept at a friend's house. This is my senior year. After my senior year in college, we had just graduated. Said, let's just go back. So Monday we went back and partied in the infield, and it rained again. And they pushed it to Tuesday. So guess what we did? This group was a lot smaller this time, but we went back again on Tuesday. And Ari Leondyke won the race. That was a great memory. Indianapolis 500 is awesome, and I hope that someday you get to enjoy it, because it it should be on your bucket list, just like the Kentucky Derby. It's every bit, it's different than the Derby, but it's every bit as famous, and it's a great, great race. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, I wanted to mention this before we jump over to NASCAR. Uh, Becky Sauerbrunn is being honored today at Ledoux High School. Uh, actually, um, it's the Ledoux fifth grade center is where the high school soccer team plays, uh, which is on Ledoux road, uh, 10, 900 Ledoux road. She's being honored a dedication and a ribbon cutting ceremony of Becky Sauerbrunn field. So the U S women's national soccer team, captain Becky Sauerbrunn, welcome back to Ledoux for a meet and greet today at two o'clock. And then at three o'clock, there's a dedication ceremony and they're going to live stream it on the Ledoux School's Facebook page. But I think that's really cool. They said the first 100 children, 18 and under, get a, a ticket for a free Kona Ice. That should be enticing on a nice hot day. Uh, there'll be a lot of Ledoux kids there. But I think, uh, you know, all kids should, if they really, especially these uh, young girls that are playing soccer, you want to look up to somebody. Becky Sauerbrunn is that person. She's the captain of the United States women's national team, and it's really exciting to have her back. So I welcome everybody who are attending the Becky Sauerbrunn field dedication today. I was having dinner last night at a restaurant at Innsbruck, and they were showing LPGA 
up on TV and these two little girls walked by and I mean, holding hands, they were like not older than eight years old. And one of the girls looked up at the TV and she goes, look, she hit a good one. Did you see that? And I just smiled. I, I just think it's really important what's happening in women's sports today and the exposure that they're getting. And it is our job actually, as Becky told me on a garage happy hour in a lot of ways here in, in the media, it's our job to give them a better platform. Honestly, I mean, they can't do it. They're, they're going to play the best they can. How do they play on the best fields, best networks, best times, best exposure? Give them some exposure. Give them the love that they deserve. I agree. So that's what we're going to do. Now, switching back to NASCAR, the Enjoy Illinois 300 will be running a week from today at Worldwide Technology Raceway. One of the best up-and-coming drivers out there is from the state of Oklahoma. He once threw out a first pitch at Bush Stadium. His name is Christopher Bell, and I was able to visit with him on the Garage Happy Hour. Welcome and uh, good to have NASCAR driver, the number 20 Toyota, Joe Gibbs Racing, Christopher Bell. Great to have you. How are you? I'm doing extremely well. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, to talk to me and have me on. I appreciate the same. Uh, it's great to catch up. You and I were talking a little bit off air about our Cardinals affiliation, and you have one as well. Your connection is the fact that you threw out the first pitch at Bush Stadium. Yeah, that was that was something that uh, was the first time I've ever done anything like that. So I grew up playing basketball and football, but never really baseball. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, uh, we think we're going to have you throw out a first pitch. So, you know, it, it was that was something that was a ton of fun and something that I'll remember forever. And the worst part was everybody asking me, are you nervous? Are you nervous? Are you going to get there? It's like, dude, I'm going to throw the baseball. Come on. Yeah. Stop asking me. You know, yeah. I drive a car for a living. I know, I know what nervous is. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, uh, you are uh, a six time top 10 already this year. Uh, you just had the poll at Talladega. You've had the poll twice this year. You're going to run at Worldwide Technology Raceway on June 5th in the Enjoy Illinois 300. Uh, before we get into your career and life, and I do want to ask you about that upbringing in Oklahoma, but uh, what is your anticipation of coming to St. Louis and this being a first-time market for the Cup Series? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a uh, an amazing race. You know, the, the, the racetrack at St. Louis at Worldwide Technology Raceway is a first-class, world-class facility. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to race there a couple times in the NASCAR Truck Series, and with it being the first Cup Series race, I think it's going to be a home run. We're, we've got these new next-gen cars, which have been putting on amazing races. Uh, this is probably the tightest field, the most competitive drivers and competitive cars that we've had in a number of years in the Cup Series. So you just never know week in and week out who's going to win. And the first race at Gateway is going to be a, uh, it's going to be a good one. It is going to be fun. It's great to have. You know, I think that St. Louis really wants to put on a show. Uh, and show that this market has been anticipating it for a long time, but show why NASCAR decided to come here. And I think that once you arrive in town, you'll feel that. But you you know sports. I mean, obviously, you, you played ball growing up. Not baseball, as you mentioned, but basketball and football. And, and Oklahoma, man, that is football country, no doubt. I've been to OU Absolutely. many times. Uh, I know the place well. I know Norman well. Um, and Oklahoma State and all that great stuff going on there. And, and you know what else Oklahoma is known for is the Chili Bowl. Uh, you won that. You were the first Oklahoman, I believe, to win that. And then you won it two more times, didn't you? Yeah, that was, 
you know, the Chili Bowl is what I grew up going to as a kid. You know, that was my Daytona 500, my Super Bowl of, of motorsports. So uh, for me to be able to win that thing one time was a dream come true. And to be able to repeat was, you know, just something that I, I never really thought was possible. I, I remember going there and watching Tony Stewart, Casey Kane, you know, all the NASCAR and even NHRA, IndyCar guys, late model guys, you know, it's just a who's who of, of racing. So been very fortunate over my career to, to drive great race cars and have the success I've had. And in different circuits, different series, just what is that journey like for you? And now here you are in Cup, but, but to get there, it's a, it is a journey and it takes a team, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. You know, I'm just fortunate enough to have great mentors and, and great team owners and crew chiefs and car owners to uh, kind of get me to where I am today. But, you know, I, I've had a lot of roots, I guess, in the St. Louis area. I've, I've raced at many of the dirt tracks around the area, whether that's in Illinois or, or Missouri. And uh, so I, I love going to St. Louis and it feels a little bit like a homecoming going there with the cup cars. Well, it's good to have you. And, and it's been, I mentioned this year, um has been a success i mean it's it is not easy to get the pole there's no doubt about that what does it take to get there and i know you're uh in search of uh of success here in st louis and beyond but um what has this been year been like for you yeah i mean it's been up and down for sure we, we started out the year with a lot of speed uh at the the first race the clash in la we we had a, a great showing there and then uh, went to Las Vegas, which was race two or three, and we won the pole there and just haven't been able to get finishes at the beginning of the year. So we had speed, uh, won the pole, but just could not finish the races and score the points. So we found ourselves in a really big hole after about race four or five, and, and we're slowly digging out of that now. So uh, we haven't been able to reach victory lane yet, but we've been close. And I think we have the car speed and the potential to do it. Uh, hopefully... It comes before we get to St. Louis, but uh, if it comes at St. Louis, I guess that'll be just fine, too. You like the next-gen cars? Has that been accepted overall across the board? Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on who you ask, and some drivers have not liked it. Some drivers really like it. And for my seat, you know, I'm probably indifferent on this car versus last year's car, uh, but there are, are a lot of things that I do enjoy about racing the next-gen car, and, and I think that you know, the shows that they've been putting on, the uh, the rules package. We went to a higher horsepower, lower downforce rules package, which I think has really helped. And uh, it's made the racing really good. Well, the great thing about the Cup Series, you got so many great names involved. And it just grows every single year. People want a piece. They, they want to own. They want to run. Joe Gibbs, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing just historic when it comes to sports what has it been like to be part of that process yeah i mean it's just a dream come true to to drive for joe gibbs he's he's the man that's for sure so you know i wouldn't want to drive for anyone else in the cup series and i hope i'm able to start my career and in, in my career with him what about from a fan standpoint when people uh, want to make the decision to watch but more importantly attend at worldwide technology raceway Let's say they're a casual sports fan that wants to get a taste of NASCAR for the first time. How would you describe it? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is, is this is the first time the Cup Series has ever been to St. Louis. So uh, it, it's it's just a complete unknown. We, we literally don't know, have any idea who the favorite's going to be because the cars have never been on the track. Uh, we've got the new next-gen car that we've already talked about. So it's just 
there's so many unknowns, which makes it really fun because you, you literally can't pick a favorite going into the race. And it, that does make it exciting. You just don't know what's going to happen uh, in terms of that finish. And then for you, I feel like your skill set is so uh, diverse and, and um, you have the ability to drive in a, in a lot of different conditions, different tracks, different cars. It, it, that worked to your advantage. And have you have you seen that uh throughout your life it was that a goal of yours to be able to to do all of those different types yeah i mean i think that the the best race car drivers can succeed on no matter what the conditions are whether it's dirt pavement rain racing road racing oval racing so you know I, i've always tried to be as good as i can at everything and uh in all the style of motorsports and then take me through if you can as we wrap up here with christopher bell and it's great i mean we're gonna have sometime here in st louis on june 5th what that is like for the drivers when do you get in and kind of what what is that process throughout the weekend leading up to june 5th yeah i mean i think going to st louis we're going to have a little bit more practice than normal because um this is the first time the cup series has ever been there so that should be good to help us dial in our setups uh and, and yeah so i think it's a little bit longer weekend we'll probably get there on friday and uh, do some practice sessions and then qualify for the race. And hopefully I can get another pull. It's a different track, isn't it? It's, uh, it's got that tight turn one and two. Yeah, it does. Turn one and two, super tight. Three and four is really long and sweeping. Uh, speeds are dramatically different between the two corners. So you have to, it takes a little give and take for sure. You're not going to be great in both corners. Well, we're looking forward to seeing how the drivers handle it. We're looking forward to seeing you take in St. Louis. I know that it is uh as we wrap here with Christopher Bell, it is a family, isn't it? It's a, you all compete against each other. And I, I respect that and know the intensity of that, but there is a level of respect that you all have for each other. It's a, a tight knit group that comes rolling through here. Yeah. It, it's a ton of fun. And you know, we are one big community. That's for sure. We are sponsored by Bomberito automotive group. We were able to spend a good solid 10 minutes with Christopher Bell, a NASCAR driver, the number 20 Toyota, Joe Gibbs Racing, coming to the Enjoy Illinois 300 on June 5th. That's how you get your tickets. I'll tell you, they're going fast. It's going to be a massive crowd. It's going to be a lot of fun, no doubt about it, here in St. Louis. Christopher, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for your time. Great to have you. We've had some big names on this show, no doubt about it, here on the Garage Happy Hour. Everybody from Albert Pujols to Christopher Bell, the NASCAR driver, with us right here. KMOX is the home of Cardinal Baseball, and tonight... Uh, well, no doubt that that from the Garage Happy Hour with Christopher Bell was a special time, and here's a guy who threw out the first pitch at a Cardinals game. Pretty fun, the Cardinals connection we've already had. Kurt Busch knows all about the Cardinals as a Cubs fan. It was fun to hear from him last hour, if you want to go back and listen to that at 1045, and Christopher Bell right there. We're going to hear from Cardinals... President of Baseball Operations, John Mosellock. That is coming up in just a matter of moments. Also, I had a chance to speak to Daniel Suarez. I want to play a little bit of that because he, he mentioned something that I thought was really uh, important, and that is the diversity and inclusion that NASCAR is very much working on um, and has really been open about. Here's a little bit of Daniel Suarez. He is the only Mexican driver in NASCAR Cup Series. And I, I love what he had to say. We had some fun, too. I love the way it works. What's your interaction like with fans? And, you know, as we continue to, to watch NASCAR grow in different ways, 
Uh, what has it been like for you? And, and, you know, you've driven the truck series, Xfinity, uh, you know, the way the world NASCAR cup series, uh, which you've been involved in, in some time, uh, continues to evolve. Yeah. I mean, fans, fans, uh, they're amazing. And, uh, and something I will love, something I love about NASCAR is that fans have an access that they can have in any other sport. In any other sport, they can have the access to the pits. They can have the access to the crews, to the to the engineers, to the drivers, like they can in NASCAR. So it just it just feels different um, every time that I go to to a basketball game, to a soccer game. I realize how how lucky we are in the sport of NASCAR. You know how how much access we have. Uh, well, I say we. I'm talking about on the fans' perspective. So uh, I think that's amazing, and uh, and really they love that. And finally, on the topic of diversity, and the, the, it continues to grow in that way, both among drivers and fans. How do you feel that? What, what kind of a role do you play in that? Do you feel? Well, um, I feel like I play a huge role. Uh, maybe, maybe some some different people will have some different comments, <laughs> but uh, but I feel like I I, I play a, a huge role. You know, being the the. I mean, the the only the only uh, uh, Mexican driver, um, uh, Hispanic driver in the in the in the national series, well, in the in the Cup series right now that can actually connect with this community. Um, you know, I was born and raised in Mexico, and, and when I moved to the United States, I didn't even speak English. So, so I feel like I'm a, I'm a very good example of coming from nothing to be able to make it into a sport that. They is is not is not uh, you know it's not being a sport that they have been a lot of a lot of Hispanics in the past uh, being successful. So it's been it's been quite a journey for me, but uh, but no journey is easy. Uh, I I believe that uh, you know it, ha it has required a lot of work for myself, for my sponsors, my team, NASCAR, uh, the fans to work together and 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 bringing more people and bringing that excitement to the racetracks. Uh, we have a program now called Daniel's Amigos that uh, that we do that a few times a year, where we bring uh, 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 Latinos to a racetrack and we have a good time. We make them feel like home, and you know all these different things probably wouldn't will, will be possible without myself, without NASCAR, without the racetrack, without my team. So it's a it's a it's a teamwork uh, to be able to to move in the right direction. That is Daniel Suarez. What a great statement there from the Garage Happy Hour, the NASCAR Cup Series driver from Monterey, Mexico. He'll be driving next Sunday, a week from today, at Worldwide Technology Raceway in the Enjoy Illinois 300. www.wtraceway.com if you want to snag the last few tickets that are available, or you can call 618-215-8888. And when you do that, you'll hear my voice because they asked me to voice the phone system over there. Uh, which is fun. First time, James, that I've ever done that. You know, it's like, if you like tickets, dial 100 or whatever it is. If you want to, <laughs> for marketing, dial 102. Anyway, it's 1128. John Mosaloc, the Cardinals president of baseball operations, is next from the Stiefel Sports Studio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It's 1131 from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Tom Ackerman sports on a Sunday morning in downtown St. Louis. And we welcome in Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Mosella, Cardinal baseball today at 115 against the Brewers. How are you, John? I'm doing well. Good morning, Tom. Always good to speak with you. Although, you know, our hearts have been heavy this week and we just had on the air uh, Daniel Suarez, NASCAR driver, the only Mexican driver in the NASCAR Cup Series. That was an interview that I recorded with him before uh, the tragedy in Texas. He grew up in Monterey, Mexico. So I was thinking about him not too far from the border and not too far from Uvalde, Texas, where uh, 19 children, two teachers were tragically uh, killed in a school shooting, and I, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it, and I just wanted to uh, open things up by seeing what's been on your mind in the wake of this tragedy. Well, thanks, Tom, and uh, obviously uh, a, a very difficult topic and one that has gotten some attention um, here in the baseball world as well. And, you know, I, I think the one thing that, that we can all agree on, what, what's currently happening in our society um, with relations to Ship to gun violence is it's out of control, and you know, unfortunately, that that the powers that be can't really find a way to resolve this problem. And if you if you really think about this this generation of children that are growing up, having to think about school shootings, having to think about protecting um, themselves if there's an active shooter in the school or now in a grocery store or other places where this is happening, it's it's it just saddens you and. Um, you know, what you can hope for or pray for is, is that the people that can make a difference, the people that, that can help eliminate this from being a problem in our country do so. And, and I just feel like as you listen and read and, and see what's going on in our country, it, it, is, it is sad. And, you know, you can, you can only hope for change. And, you know, I, I hope people look at, at what's happening when you think about gun violence and, and you hope that there's a, a way to restrict access to guns, put things in a, a more modern way of thinking about it. And, uh, you know, I really hope that that there is some change because, you know, it, it's just so sad every day you wake up and you read something about somebody being shot or murdered and, and then what you're seeing in schools. And it's, it's horrible. So um, I thank you for asking me. And um, I only hope that, that um, the people that can create change will do so. 
we are seeing the manager of the Giants, Gabe Kapler, uh, get some support from other managers around baseball who has decided to avoid the field during the national anthem as a protest. Uh, He has said, quote, until I feel better about the direction of our country, unquote. He doesn't plan to be on the field for the anthem. Um, Your feelings on that? Well, I think everybody needs to do what they feel they should do um, right now. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a situation where, where when you think about what is currently happening in our country, it, it's not in a good place. Um, do I know what the right response is to, to deal with that? I don't. And I think, like, you know, if, if Gabe feels like this is his best way of, of showing his feelings and expressing it, he should have that right. And I think everybody should have their own right and how they think about it. But, you know, there's, I think we all agree that, that, something needs to be done differently. And I think that's ultimately what people are hoping for. It is unthinkable that it's been since 1999 when we witnessed Columbine. And I know that's um, close to your heart as well because you were from that area. You're from Boulder. Um, hard to believe that that was 23 years ago, Mo. Yeah, it's incredible. And you know, I remember I was actually at a college game watching a slew play when I learned about that and you know that that's sort of sad when you when you you know exactly where you were or when you heard about something and because that usually means something like really dramatic happened um, either for the positive or for the negative and that was certainly for the negative and you know I really think after 20 or uh, 2004 when the assault rifle ban um, was not continued i think that's been this like slippery slope ever since but don't want to get too into politics but i i just certainly think like where we are today things have to be done differently well i appreciate your thoughts on it very much uh shifting our attention to baseball uh, what a day yesterday <laughs> you uh you drafted nolan gorman you traded for matthew Libertor. someday they should make a movie about this uh, these two players coming together and it would be a true story that they experienced what they did yesterday at bush stadium is just Another chapter in the story. What a scene. First home run for Nolan and the first major league win for Matthew. Yeah, I would imagine if you think back to their last 10 days, how, how, how cool is that? Um, just to, to be able to, uh, to both come up, you know, get the call up to the big leagues, same time uh, to, to be able to play together and to have a game like yesterday where they were both, you know, obviously uh, massive contributors to the success of that game. So, you know, I hope that bodes well for our future, frankly, but I'm also think just for the two of them, that had to be a really special 10 days. And, you know, I I can only imagine that they're hoping this continues for a long, long time. And and that would be really incredible story. What kind of a, person is Matthew and Libby as he's referred to by his teammates what I had heard in spring training from you and from Ollie was the competitiveness in him was starting to show up that he felt like you know I want to go after a spot in the rotation that that was a great moment in his career wasn't it yeah I think like in, in Libby's case you know like you always have that sort of like prospect label when you're picked high you get a large signing bonus and at some point you have to like like get rid of that label, improve your an everyday major leaguer. And I think, you know, early on he was able to come to camp early, um, participate in the minor league camp. And, and I think what we were seeing from him was like he knew his time was getting close. And that is always like a, a really encouraging thing to see. Uh, 
I mean, I think back to like even like Adam Wainwright when you know he came to camp in '05 and it was like you know he was ready. He wanted to, to show he was a big leaguer. And when guys sort of take that step and and don't want to be considered a prospect anymore, but want to be considered someone for your, your active 26-man roster, that's really encouraging. And I think in, in Libby's case, we were seeing that this spring. Obviously, he went down to Memphis. He was competing and pitching well. You know, there's still things he's young that he has to work on and learn and, and grow with. But from a talent standpoint and a readiness right now, he looks like uh, um, he's someone that can help us uh, win games. And, you know, he did so yesterday, and that was great to see. And we know Nolan Gorman can put a charge into a baseball, and he was 4-4 four for four yesterday and hit an absolute bomb of a home run. Uh, what is he looking like to you at second base? And Tommy Edmonds said, I'll take shortstop. That's fine. I mean, he looks good there. You know, I was talking with uh, our guys the other day about how, like, you know, like I always admired, like, Zobrist as a player um, because, like, he just gave you so much flexibility. He could play the outfield, play the middle infield, could really just stand anywhere you needed him to. And, you know, the one thing you're starting to, to see emerge from our club right now is a couple guys with, with that skill. And, you know, Tommy Edmond, obviously a gold club second baseman, moves over. Looks like we haven't missed a beat from that standpoint when you look at what you're getting out of Brendan Donovan in terms of where you can position him, you're just creating a lot of flexibility for our manager. And I think that's, that's great to see. And you asked uh, about, you know, what do I think defensively of what you're seeing out of, of Nolan Gorman? I think like one of the things we all have to remind ourselves of, you know, is he's a position change guy. He came up as a third baseman. And so now getting work at, at, at second over the last year or so, but I think the adjustment's gone very well. And I think, you know, his confidence is growing at second base, and I think he'll only get better. So, you know, I'm pretty excited about what we're seeing there. And, of course, when you go 4-4, four for four, everything sort of looks good. Yeah, sure, it certainly does. John Mosellock, Cardinals president of baseball operations, is with us for just a little bit longer. Uh, Pitching-wise, we see Miles Michaelis on the hill today, 3-2 and two with a 1.96 ERA. What a great bounce back for him. Just your overall view of this rotation right now and, and where things stand, including the fact that Jordan Hicks – um, has had to take a step back. Well, look, we're a little banged up, but you know, obviously, guys are going to get opportunities to eat innings, and and you saw it yesterday with with somebody like Libby, and so you know, I think it's it's critical for us to see somebody like Dakota Hudson continue to to make adjustments. Um, I thought the other night he his pace was better, which I was encouraged about, and you know, clearly from a strike standpoint, you got you got to just keep throwing and, and pounding that strike zone. So I do think you know he's getting closer. So that part of things is is encouraging. Now, you know, getting Matt's back and, and getting Jack Flaherty back will only make us stronger. And, you know, the key is, is, you know, can we stay afloat between now and then? And, you know, right now when you see somebody like a Libby step up and do what he did, that's, that's pretty reassuring. So, you know, it's going to be a, a tough week for us because we're going to have to have a spot start tomorrow or at least uh, someone new in the rotation tomorrow. And then we have that doubleheader on, on Saturday in Chicago. So, you know, we'll be tested, but um, hopefully our depth will uh, get us through this. Do we like what we're hearing about Flaherty, and, and what is the latest on Mats? Um, you know, I think we're, we're hearing encouraging things on both. Um, you know, right now Jack has been throwing some live BPs, and the good news is he's been recovering, so that's really encouraging. And then Mats, I think um, after the injection, he's feeling pretty good. I, I would imagine – you know, he'll be able to take some positive steps forward by the end of the week.
And finally, uh, I'm sorry to hear about Alex Reyes. You know, the, the, the young man has been through a lot, and that's all you can really say there is that uh, that's just, you know, that's a career that unfortunately has taken a turn against him. Yeah, unfortunately, this is a hard game, right? And and it can be a cruel game. And, and here's someone that has an electric arm, um, amazing stuff when healthy, and, you know, unfortunately just not able to really go pole to pole consistently. And so, you know, he's going to obviously uh, have surgery this week. Hopefully it goes well. But, you know, anytime you're having your shoulder worked on, it's uh, never great news. So, you know, fingers crossed that things work for him. But, um you know, clearly probably not the kind of year he was hoping for. And finally, as I like to end on a positive note, uh, there's a guy named Paul Goldschmidt who is just on fire right now. And there are a lot of good players in this lineup. Nolan Arenado is, as Ollie Marmel said last hour, is hitting the ball hard, just not finding finding hits in that yet, but I, I would assume he will. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt is an example of you can start cold and get hot. He looks good. Yeah, it's sort of interesting, right? Like you, like, in, in a lot of ways, you know, Nolan had a hot April and and hasn't had the, quite the success he was hoping for in May. And, and and in Goldie's case, it's sort of vice versa. But the good news is they're both on your team, and at some point they're both going to be clicking. But there's no doubt. I mean, Goldie's in a certain zone right now, and I, I don't even like talking about it because it's so good. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's been impressive. And, you know, when you when you trade and acquire players like that, you know, there's going to be times where they just throw the team on the back and carry them. And, you know, in a lot of ways, that's what he's done for us. So, yeah, it's great to see. You know, look, I think we have an exciting lineup. I know there's times where we're just not clicking or hitting, and it can be frustrating, but we know it's there. And and, um, if this team were to get hot, it would be dangerous. We will take a look at the Cardinals today at Bush Stadium in front of a packed house. Holiday weekend, great crowd. Welcome everybody who have come into town to see the club. And we thank, as always, John Mosaloc for joining us on KMOX. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tommy. We'll be back in just a bit with a final thought on KMOX Sports, the Cardinals, and everything we've got going on right now. It is a lot of fun. Some lineup changes to next week, if you haven't heard. Our programming lineup is tweaked a bit for the good, and we'll tell you about it next on KMOX. The high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back. It's 11.52 in the Indianapolis 500. Scott Dixon has retaken the lead, lap 8 of 200 there. He just turned a lap of 219 miles per hour and driving that PNC Bank car he is in the lead so my buddy uh, Mike Golskelly is probably happy about that the uh, president the regional president of PNC Bank uh, Scott Dixon in the lead early it's early at the Indianapolis 500 but the pole sitter is rocking and rolling early on what looks like a beautiful day in Indy meanwhile here in St. Louis it is spectacular it is a beautiful day to be a Cardinals fan and we welcome in all fans here in St. Louis we have a lot of visitors right now in the city and county, and we are glad that you're here. We have a Cardinals game today at 115 against the Milwaukee Brewers, and it'll be Miles Michaelis against Corbin Burns. We had a little earlier John Mosaloc just in our last segment on sports on a Sunday morning, and in case you missed it, I would highly encourage you to 
go back and take a listen. He did have some comments about uh, gun violence and, in particular, the tragic uh, situation in Uvalde, Texas, in which 19 children and two teachers were killed uh, in a shooting there. Uh, President Biden was to visit Uvalde, Texas today. We're going to have news on that at the top of the hour in CBS. And the story from John Mosellock uh, will be up at not only KMOX.com, but we'll be talking about uh, his comments on behalf of himself and also uh, speaking as the president of the Cardinals baseball side of the organization about his feelings about gun violence and about the situation there. So you can go back in the Odyssey app to 1130 for that. Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel was with us uh, in the 10 o'clock hour and talked about his club, which is playing well. They've won back-to-back games. They're going to go for a series win today after an 8-3 win yesterday. Nolan Gorman putting on a show four-for-four day with a home run, a double, and two singles. Matthew Libertor with five scoreless innings for the club. Other sports happening today. Let's not leave out what's happening with Jason Tatum. Tatum and the Boston Celtics are playing tonight in Miami with a chance to go to the NBA Finals. They'll be taking on the Heat down in Miami with a 7.30 tip-off. Who's the greatest basketball player ever to come out of St. Louis? I've heard a lot of names that uh, get put out there, and they're all legit. But I'm here to tell you that Tatum could very well end up being, if he's not already, could end up being the number one player ever to come out of our city. Uh, He is a remarkable talent. In the loss to the Heat in Game 6, he scored 30. In the win over the Heat in Game 5, he scored 31. All he does is score, but he's also the type of player in his mid-20s here that is so strong on both ends of the floor and still is growing into what I think will be an outstanding uh, basketball player. I, I still think that he's developing. I think that he will, as he continues to grow, he'll get stronger. It's amazing to say because he's been in the NBA now for a while, but you're going to see a player get even better than what he is now. He's not just a scorer. He's a passer. He's a facilitator. He's a defender. He is a remarkable basketball player and a first-team All-NBA, Jason Tatum and the Celtics taking on the Miami Heat. Patrick Maroon, the other St. Louis, and he's just waiting around for an opponent uh, who are they going to play? The New York Rangers are now 4-0 and in elimination games this postseason as the Rangers forced a Game 7 with a 5-2 win over the Hurricanes yesterday. So Game 7 Monday in Raleigh. Have to imagine Rangers fans are going to try to sneak into there. But the Hurricanes are 7-0 and there in the postseason. They'll be the favorite against this uh, New York Rangers team. And then the winner takes on the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, in that final uh, matchup in the Eastern Conference, the Eastern Conference final. In the Western Conference, it's Edmonton and Colorado. We have also uh, the, you know, everything that's happening here in St. Louis that I mentioned. I want to end on this. If you get a chance, it's a beautiful day. If you're not going to the Cardinals game, I would encourage you to go show your support for Becky Sauerbrunn. Uh, she is there at Ledoux Fifth Grade Center. Don't make the mistake of going to Ledoux High School. The Ledoux Fifth Grade Center, which is at 10900 Ledoux Road, 
is where they're holding the Becky Sauerbrunn dedication for a soccer field dedicated in her honor. So if you want to meet or get a chance to even see the captain of the United States women's national team, that's where she's going to be for a 2 o'clock meet and greet and a 3 o'clock ceremony. I think that's pretty awesome. So I hope you show her the support. Thanks for joining us on Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. I'm Tom Ackerman, Cardinal Baseball Joe Pot. After the noon news, we'll take good care of you from Bush Stadium. For our producer, James O'Sullivan, we say have a great Sunday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 